about you. It makes me want to part. <laughs> it's I hope we never part. Now get it right or pay the price. Now we will share a lifetime of the fondest memories. But when we think this thing came apart. Think I wanna wanna speak, I wanna wanna live, I wanna wanna Well, hey everybody. I'm Jared Hollier. Long time no see. That's Rusty Mont. This is one hour a week, a 30-minute ministry podcast, and this is the camp special. Oh, yeah. Special episode. We told you that we would be off till Memorial Day, and we're liars because we're back. We're back, and it is a Thursday night, and both of us have tears in our eyes because it's the camp special. And it's so Thursday night that it's actually Wednesday night, Rusty. (laughs) Today's just Wednesday. (laughs) Listen, you know how the camp life goes, bro. I do. It has a pattern, has a rhythm. I was and trying to make a joke, and you just... No, I took it serious. I went the right way. So yeah, today's just Wednesday. I drove up here from church. Oh, man. Because it was too real for you today. Uh, it was too real. This is your fourth and final camp of the summer? This is my fourth and final camp of the summer, yeah. It's been a good run, but I'm I'm ready to kind of get a little routine back in my life, ready to... Oddly enough, I'm ready to go to the office. I get it, man. Yeah, I'm ready just to go to my office and you know, go make some pastoral visits and drink coffee with people and study for one sermon a week yeah instead of four or five so i'm this has been such a blessing all year but i'm definitely ready to be back into my normal groove i did three camps this summer i think that we alternated weeks all summer too yeah uh but i did three and finished up last week so last friday was my well i say last friday but it was my last day of preaching a camp but then i stayed here and we had a group of kids from our church come up and we did a little two-night retreat with them so so sunday was actually the end of my camp run for the summer yeah. But man, can you believe we get to do this? Like it's that's, pretty cool. That's what I keep going back to is is if you're involved in this week of camp in any capacity, for a lot of churches, this is the highlight of their summer. This is the big thing of their summer, and we get to be involved in it. It's yeah. just awesome. Well, I think about not just the camp pastor. I mean, that's kind of what we're blessed to do. And, and I, I remember all the camp pastors going all the way back to RA camp do in you? my life. I really do. And I, I just... I, don't remember. We'll come back. I don't so, remember any of them. But the other thing is, I also remember my counselors. I remember those mm. folks who took time to come with us, and it's just pretty neat that. And man, we come to most of our camps have been here at East Texas Baptist Encampment. Shout, Shout out, out, by the way, Newton. we are in room twenty-five of yeah. the East Texas Baptist Encampment Lodge, where Jared and I have uh, both been sleeping for the last month, not together. No, alternating weeks. Taking turns. Important to. <laughs> <laughs> important to qualify that uh, but this is this is the vip room yeah, that is. is literally what they refer to it as and two very very <laughs> important imma- vips very immature pastors is what that stands <laughs> very for immature pastors. i said on the stage last week when i was preaching i was encouraging the youth leaders see i don't remember any of the camp pastors i had coming to camp and ra camp but it's neat to be preaching here in the same room where I felt God calling me to ministry yeah. as a, a going into my junior year of high school. And actually last week, the youth pastor I had growing up, Brother Jeff Leger, 
came with our church group last week. So he was our lead because I was preaching all week and had other responsibilities. So he was the leader for our church group last week. Super cool. And uh, and I told the students in that room, I don't remember who preached. I don't remember who led worship, but I remember talking to Brother Jeff at the end of that night. So yeah, it, it was me. I was 12 years old. And you and were preaching I was, at camp. I was preaching I owe at you a Thank you, no. Rusty. Uh, and like you mentioned, and what we have both seen all summer, so many of these folks take vacation to come and take a group of kids to camp yeah. for a week. And that is, that's crazy to me. And it's a, it, it really blesses me to see how much they care about those kids that they're willing to take. You know, most, your average person gets what, two, three weeks vacation, four, if you got a really good job. And they spend and the to whole take week. one of those vacation weeks to come and sleep on a piece of plywood and a thin, not adequate mattress. But it's waterproof. Yeah. It's got that plastic coating <laughs> yeah, that's on right. it. Just to love on the kids and introduce them to Jesus. And it's been really cool to see God work in this summer. And, it, and camp is just an undeniable, it's a highlight of the summer because it's a spiritual highlight in so many students' lives. And we know this and we talk about it all the time at camp. The reason is because they unplug from the world and they come and they worship together and they fellowship together and the focus is on Christ the whole time they're here. And so if you're ending your summer also, if you've been to camp, um, we're not telling you anything you don't already know, but the way to stoke those embers and keep them going is just help your students, kids, whatever they are, stay focused on Jesus. Encourage them to keep coming to church and going to Bible studies and worshiping and fellowshipping. And the, the reason the camp high doesn't last is because we go home and fall back into the same old habits. But if we'll keep the important things important, uh, we won't ride that same camp high all year, but we can certainly keep some of the excitement built up yeah for sure hey let's talk about frank aragon who you spent two weeks with this summer. oh man frank was one of the highlights of my camp season honestly frank aragon and his family i did two weeks of the exact same camp they did them back to back just to accommodate numbers and frank and his family hung out with us for both weeks and i've worked with some really cool guys and really cool groups in the past and have enjoyed all of them that i've worked with but there was something special about Frank because Frank leads worship with his family and um, just a really neat dynamic. You see his heart for ministry come through and his heart to teach kids what worship is and what that looks like. So I wanted us to try to get him to be a guest on the podcast and he wouldn't come here tonight. So <laughs> what we did was sit down with him, what, two weeks two ago? Two weeks ago when he was here. Two weeks ago and recorded an interview. So this is a first for us. We are tossing to a, a recorded interview because usually what you were hearing is live streamed to your phone. When you hit download, Jared <laughs> and I grab our mics and start talking. It's a hassle every time somebody hits play. <laughs> but, uh, Wes, that one time you downloaded it on Sunday night really screwed us up, uh. but we've made it happen. No, but um, yeah, so we got to sit down with them and record this. And this is also a first. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our first musical guest so it's going to be really cool. And, and he's world premiering an original song. It's super awesome, and we can't wait for you to hear it. So what a historic episode. Give it a spin. So we are here with Frank Aragon. Frank of, the Tank Aragon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of the Frank Ar Frank Aragon Band? Do you, what's the ministry's Look, name? Looking at his head, maybe his name should be Aragon. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. That's a sin or something. I'll take it, Jared. Sorry. Nobody uh, high-fived him. Jared just high-fived himself if you heard that. I love I think, you, Frank. For the record. That's terrible. 
I'm blushing on radio. This is awesome. <laughs> it's good, man. Yeah. Your band used to be called Aragon, right? Mm-hmm. Did, yeah. Wasn't your first couple yeah. of CDs Aragon? That's right. That's and right. Now, now it's just Frank Aragon and okay. family. I guess we we throw the and family in there too. Yeah. Frank family. and the family. Yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful. We've been doing family ministry stuff, so that family gets tagged in all the time. How so. old are your children that play on stage um, with you? I'm gonna get in trouble probably, but I think the oldest is <laughs> 15. Is Simeon? Um, Elijah is 13. Mariah is 10 my daughter Mariah and Azariah is 8 so what about your summer drummer yeah Michael is 20 20 Michael do you want to say hi he's sitting here you want to say hi too bad we're not giving you Uh, uh, how's it going there you go there's Michael the drummer hey and let's let Elijah have a shout out too Hello. You're going to love this later when you listen to it. Yeah. yeah. If Rusty gonna, doesn't edit it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm going to edit both of y'all out. Don't <laughs> Sorry, worry about man. it, guys. You won't make the final It's going to be like a commercial break on the podcast. <laughs> Frank, how busy is your summer this year? Um, uh, we did uh, two camps in Palacios, uh, two camps at ETBE here, and then another one at Piney Woods. So five, uh, two of them at Piney Woods. So, so six weeks. And then we'll have Highland Creek, uh, which is Michael's camp at the end with our VBS and a VBS. So yeah, a lot. Seven camps plus VBS. Pretty typical summer? No, no. Uh, it just has landed all... Usually I get calls, but they don't line up just right. So usually it's three or four. And uh, this year it was a lot. So yeah, it's so, awesome. So you talked about having family ministry and how your family helps you lead worship. When did that transition happen? And kind of talk us through how you made that yeah. shift from a band to... Uh, utilizing your family to lead worship. Well, we, we um, in 2012, right here um, in Newton, we uh, got a call to come do preteen camp, and uh, we just decided uh, we, we just decided we would try to do it together as a family because they'd been singing all my songs and stuff like that, and we thought it might kind of help. Um, instead of being, you know, the old guy um, up there with these kids or whatever, it would kind of help. No comment, Jared. I'm, I'm staying out of it. The hair <laughs> comment was coming. <laughs> the, uh, um, the, we thought that maybe the uh, kid thing would kind of bridge a gap of what it meant to worship together as a family. Mm-hmm. Or, and, um, and it seems to have, have worked. Um, I, think it, I think it works really well. I think it works great. Yeah, yeah. This, this is my second week to work with Frank here at ETB, and it has been really cool to watch how mm-hmm. your family interacts with each other and interacts with the rest of the kids. And mm-hmm. um, Mariah led a song tonight and just killed it, and it was mm-hmm. really good. And the bass player's okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Elijah's sitting here with us. But uh, no, it just really is neat. And several, several of the sponsors and even some of the kids have noted how cool it is to, to see a family leading worship together. And it's, it's been neat. I, I wanted us to talk for just a minute since the three of us were together because I just know from knowing Jared and getting to know Frank that we kind of have uh, not an altogether unique perspective on camp ministry, but one of the things that's unique about the way we do camp ministry Uh, compared to some others is that we kind of fully immerse ourselves in the life of the camp, being very present, getting connected and uh, visiting with kids, being available at lunch times and even rec times, hanging around, playing ping pong with kids. I just know that's something that that I know the three of us value. So I kind of wanted to get Jared and Frank's input on on why you do ministry at camp the way you do and kind of your philosophy of getting involved in every aspect of the camp. Well, I do it because when they call me, they always ask me to be the camp pastor. Nobody ever says, will you come be the camp preacher? The title is camp pastor. And I know from my experience and training as a pastor that the way 
you get people to listen to what you say on the stage as you invest in their lives, you know, in a church setting Monday through Saturday. Yeah. So if you go drink coffee with Brother Joe and if you're there with Sister Mary in the hospital, they're going to pay more attention to you and give you more uh, attention and respect and your words have more weight with them when you stand up and preach. And so if you think of a week of camp as a microcosm of pastoral ministry, Monday night, you've been there, Rusty. It feels kind of like a first date if it's a new group. Yeah. You know, it's a little clunky, yeah. but I've heard good things about you and, you know, yeah. they set us up. And and so hopefully Tuesday morning, you wake up and have breakfast and you start to build rapport with them just because they, they listen better and respond better if you're out there among them. So it's it's practical and it's spiritual. And I just think it's wise to not set up that distance. Like I'm going to be in my hotel room all day. I'll see y'all at worship tomorrow night. Yeah, for real. And my pastor says, uh, if you're going to be a shepherd you better smell like the sheep. Oh, that's and, a good uh, one. And uh, and you know what? If you don't smell like the sheep, you're probably not a very good shepherd. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that, again, has a little sample here at camp of just the church and the way that it happens. If you're not available, that's when those moments happen. That's when those questions happen is when you're sitting around on the sweating at the ping pong table <laughs> smelling well, like sheep. Yeah, that's a good point too, is that there's a lot of other ministry that happens that's not in the evening worship time, which in camp ministry is kind of the focal point of the day. You know, everything kind of builds toward that time in the evening. But yeah, how many, I can even remember as a student coming to camp as a teenager, I don't remember who preached or who led worship, but I can remember sitting with Brother Jeff or Mr. Bobby, you know, after worship time or during lunch and just sitting around having those conversations. So that's a great point too, that there's a lot more ministry happening than that hour and a half evening worship time. Well, I can just confirm that Jared and Frank both do smell like the junior high or pre-teenage boys <laughs> the entire like week that we're at camp. So you guys are doing a great job. Yeah. That's how we know it's a It's success. a combination of BO and Axe body spray. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing. Mm. Yeah. By the way, the Hour Week podcast brought to you by Axe, Axe body, body spray. spray. It's the camp special, so you know it's in there. Uh, one other thing I like that Frank does is uh, his dance moves on stage. No. Come on. Um... And They're good, though. They're, they are good. It's part of his intentionality coming into the camp week is he finds out ahead of time what the theme is and then writes a song kind of focused around the camp theme. Is that something you try to do every camp, every uh, summer? How I never, often? I never promise it. I always yeah. say, I'll give it a shot. And some of them work out and some of them don't, you know. So, yeah. So, some, sometimes I do. Like, this one was about feathers and everything yeah. else. And so I, I, I said, I don't think I'm going to be able to. So he just but plays we, that chicken song. We, <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank and I didn't even know each other at the time. And he emailed me or texted me and he's like, hey, I'm trying to write a song, but I mean, Psalm 91, am I right? Like feathers. And so we didn't even know each other. He's like, I'm trying. and But then he sent me the, the audio of like kind of the first draft. And I was like, hey, this is good. <laughs> and even then I didn't know how good it was going to turn out. And we're, we, we've been blessed for two weeks to be singing it. And I sang it all week and I was telling him, because this is our second week, we did the same camp back to back, the exact same curriculum, same theme. So uh, the song is based off of Psalm 91 and the camp is based off Psalm 91. And I preached Psalm 91 on the first night of camp. And on the second week, like I just kept wanting to sing the lines. Mm. <laughs> there are a couple yeah. of lines. So when I got there, I just wanted to sing them. And that's how you know you've, you've written a good song because it's stuck in my head and um, and, and we, I think Frank's the it. one that introduced me to the phrase head wedgie, right? That's right. Because it gets stuck in your head. Yeah, it's a Riley Armstrong <laughs> phrase. But yeah, head wedgie gets stuck in your head. Last <laughs> summer we did a camp together and called it a head wedgie. That's awesome. <laughs>
So <laughs> we're uh, so spiritual. <laughs> yeah, it's very spiritual. So tell us about your new album, Frank. Oh yeah. Yeah, this I is, like the plug. plug. Yeah, listen, <laughs> he, Frank is it. so humble. Like Frank won't like on stage. He's like, I mean, there might be some CDs back there you can buy because he doesn't want to. And I appreciate that. You don't want to be like because it's during hey, worship. Kids. Usually, it's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but kids, when you have the opportunity to plug it on a podcast that has yeah, literally man, like, right. like nine listeners, right, right, or what you said, Just, millions of cells in bodies. Of yeah. <laughs> right. This is my favorite line <laughs> of the podcast true. so far. That's, That's been true. my favorite line so far. Glad you're listening. Um, uh, I, I. Uh, what has happened is we get called to do disciple nows and it's the same thing. Here's the theme or here's the scripture, the main scripture that we're pointing out. And so over the last three years, several disciple nows and several trial and error songs, plus a couple of camp theme songs, including two from this, uh, this summer, which is consumed. It's the first track of the CD and then cover me, uh, which is a different track of the CD. And, um, uh, and, and both of those are on there. So I kind of just put all of that on there. And actually, there's also one song uh, I've written. Um, it's called By Your Grace. And uh, the director of this camp, um, Amanda Williams, you can edit that out if you want to know. No, but, we give uh, her a shout out. She, uh, so sweet. Her family has been through so much. And um, uh, she sent me a Facebook message and said, hey, I wrote a f- like kind of like a poem down and she sent it to me. And I, I was praying for her family. And, um, uh, and I just started, you know, I just start singing the words that you see and making phrases out of what I was. And so I grabbed my, uh, my, uh, my phone and I recorded what I sang. Uh, and then I just sang some harmony parts with it. And then another part came out, all sitting at the kitchen table. And so the whole thing was written acapella, um, thinking about that message. And that one's on there, too, about going through something. It's called By Your Grace. And, and uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to get to play that one anywhere, but that one means a lot to me. Yeah. And that's a prayer for all the people that are going through something. By His grace, that's how they're going to make it through. So, Where can we get it? iTunes. Um, all phys- your Google stuff. Physical copies uh, available? Mm-hmm. If you go to CD Baby, you can uh, pick stuff. Go to frankaragon.com. Let me just say that. Frank then, Aragon. Uh, Frank and then A-R-A-G-O-N.com. Yes, yeah, that's where you can find You are available info. to do denals and mm-hmm. camps and those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, uh, but he charges per family member, so I do. <laughs> per it's a bunch. sale, yeah, um, <laughs> per, per millions of sales. Point oh 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 one yeah. cent yeah. per sale. Yep, yep. What's the name of the church you serve? Heritage Park Baptist Church. I'm part time there as the worship pastor, and um, I sing there every Sunday. And a great group of people that support me and my family, support our ministry to uh, travel, sing, and to write and record and all that stuff, too. And I know I've got a couple of friends and some faithful podcast listeners down there in that church, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't let me me lie about Justin Hart being down there. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, college friend of mine. That's great. First time I ever met Justin Hart, he was uh, in the ETBU cafeteria with his shirt up doing the truffle shuffle. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Justin, Justin, is that the shout out that you wanted <laughs> shout on out the Hour podcast? You are welcome, sir. <laughs> so listen, uh, this is a first for the Hour Week podcast, and we are really excited about what's about to go down. Since we have with us the Frank Aragon. Oh, he has been called the Paul Simon of East Texas Baptist Encampment. His, he's that <laughs> prolific. I like how small that pool was. He's that of prolific of a songwriter. Ba- not not oh. East Texas, of East Texas Baptist yeah. Encampment. Of this encampment right here. 
Great. I was just, that's just the first songwriter. <laughs> Seriously, uh, we've asked him if he'd play us a song, and we're doing this semi-ghetto. We're going to just be holding microphones up to him. and, and Yeah, doing we're in this. the cafeteria, so, and the, the staff is cleaning. Yeah. I'm sure y'all have heard some background. But, man, seriously, this song, Cover Me, I've really genuinely, one of my favorite songs right now. I've enjoyed singing it and enjoyed uh, having them join us for that. So, um, And also, so it's Frank Aragon with Michael sitting here and Elijah sitting here, and it's just some support. Uh, so they're not playing instruments, no, but more, with, more their, with their mind, they are helping perform this song. So uh, without any further ado, Frank Aragon. The shadow of Almighty is where I go to find peace. You alone are my refuge and my safety from sickness and snares, Lord. You rescue me. Cover me with your feathers Shelter me with your wings Your promise is always faithful Protect me in everything I'll always call on you Will you cover me? What tomorrow brings Happy moments Or suffering But Jesus you told me to follow you I'll follow you I'm a child of the King So I will trust in Shelter me with your wings Your promise is always faithful Protect me into everything I'll always call on you Will you cover me? Yeah, you cover me I won't be afraid of the terrors of the night Lies in the day. I won't dread disease, darkness, or disaster. No, no, no. Though thousands may fall at my side, ten thousand die all around. Your hand covers me through the night. Carry me Lions and cobras of life Be trampled under your feet Covered in Jesus Eternally You will cover me with your 
shelter me with your wings Your promises are always faithful Protect me in everything I'll always call on you Will you cover me? Yeah, you cover me Will you cover me? That is Frank Aragon. The album is All of Me, available on iTunes or frankaragon.com. Frank, thank you so much for being with us, man. We've had a wonderful time hanging out with you. Great. Thank you all for listening to this uh, cafeteria reverb. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the that. effect that we used on this was <laughs> dining hall, ETBE dining hall reverb. Nice. That patch is available by driving to <laughs> Newton and sitting in this room. Michael, you on Twitter or anything? You want to give yourself a quick plug? Michael, the drummer? Yes, I am on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram. <laughs> His eyes lit up, bro. Um, he was like, what? All you have what? to do is go to Frank Aragon and then push the suggested button and I should pop up. Oh, yeah. Follow Mike the Drummer. On, uh, Very good. That, Eliza doesn't have anything. I like that plug. You did not yeah. even give your handle. You're like, just go to Frank. Yeah. Is that part of the contract with That's Frank? Right. You got to redirect the, everything the to frankaragon.com. <laughs> everything has to go through Frank's yeah. website if you're going to plug yourself. Frankaragon.com, A-R-A-G-O-N.com. Check yes, it out, guys. It's Thank good. you. Be great. Thanks, Frank. Thank you. Thanks again, Frank. That was really good. I enjoyed listening to that again, even though we did. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded it. You're such a liar. <laughs> We didn't listen to it. We did not listen to but it. But we've heard it. We Rusty, heard it live. And Rusty's like, I've heard that song 19 times. <laughs> Thanks again, Frank the Tank Aragon. By the way, that was Jared using that nickname. I don't. I have so much respect for Frank. Frank I refuse to, to call him Frank the Tank. It was pointed out to me last week that I'm a nickname guy. I've never considered it. <laughs> but Dom <Yeah>. Jimmy. Reach. <laughs> what? <laughs> The office. Oh, okay. He calls Daryl Reed, and they're like, "How?" It is like a huge yeah. string of how it got there. Well, is I that you? you? I give you Rustaroni or Rustoleum. Yeah, Dom Jimmy. Uh, I call Daniel Begno Chuck. Just a lot of nicknames flying around. Derek Hicks is D Rock. So I didn't realize you and it. Matt Townsend. Oh, love you, love you, Matt. J Bone. J Bone. Everybody. That yeah, Matt. that's the thing about Matt's nicknames, though. And Matt, when you hear this. You got to mix it up, bro. Step you can't just game. go with the letter dash bone Step for everybody's nickname. nickname. Game. What's up, R Bone? <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, he actually, I called him today. And by the way, he really does deserve a shout out. Um, Matthew Townsend, our minister of discipleship at Cornerstone, has been a real blessing because, and, and I know you would say the same about the staff back at Pecan Acres, they have really. Um, blessed us by allowing us to do this ministry. We could not do this ministry without guys like Brother Matthew and Miss Karen at, at my office, our elders and deacons, and really the, the church just to say, yeah, sure, spend yeah. four weeks of your office time investing in kids that don't go to our church. That's yeah. just the, the heart of the gospel and a church that is willing to let us do that is just such a blessing. I'm glad my camp season's over. I enjoy it every year. It's an honor and a privilege, and it's fun to do, but I'm glad it's over. Like Me you too. said, I'm ready to get back in the office and routine and get back to the normalcy. Speaking of normalcy, what you got? The Monday after Labor Day. Oh, snap. We're back. Oh, snap. But you need to be subscribed to the One Hour Week podcast because <gasps> from time to time, 
we will release a special and we will release it a handful of days before we publicize it. So if you're a subscriber, you will be the first to receive these special episodes. The look on your face is so intense. I don't know if you're tired or what's going, if you're just really trying to sell it. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Jared, I need you to sign this document. Man, you've got a face for radio, Rusty. <laughs> so true story. And this may be cold open material. All right. So, you know, when you're at camp, everybody's like, oh, your preaching just, you know, really spoke to me yep. and you really have a way of breaking it down where we can understand it. It's just so good. And, you know, it almost kind of you start getting a little bit of the big head just yeah. a little bit. It yep. just naturally comes. Well, tonight on the way into the tabernacle, which is what they call the worship center here at ETBE. I like to pronounce it tabernacle. Tabernacle. <laughs> so on the way into the tabernacle, uh, a young lady said, are you going to preach tonight? And I kind of just, yeah, well, of course I am. And kids, you not. Young girl looked directly at me and said, no, I don't want you to, <laughs> and runs off <laughs> as I'm walking into the tabernacle. And I was like, okay, Lord, I really probably needed that in this moment. <laughs> so hashtag humility. The last camp I did, the theme was throwback. So we had everything decorated like 80s and 90s and the backdrop of the stage had these zigzags and lightning bolts and very, very 90s. So I preach and we have a great worship service and I'm sitting on the back row as all the students are leaving and this junior high boy stops right next to me and he says, uh, Mr. Jared? And I said, hey, buddy, what's going on? He said, uh, can I talk to you for a minute? And I said, yeah, man, what's going on? Well, first, I just want to say you're, do, you're doing a good job preaching and I've learned a lot in, in your sermons and, and it went really good tonight too. And I said, well, thanks, man. That's, that's awesome. He said, but I did have one question. I said, okay, sit down. So he sits down next to me there on the back row. And I said, what's on your mind? He said, well, you've been up there preaching and talking a lot about the Bible. And um, I was just wondering about, um, is the background of the stage from Saved by the Bell? <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, it is. He said, I thought so. And then he jumped off and scurried out there the door to catch up with his church group. Praise God. Humility. Hashtag humility. Out of the mouths of Hashtag camp fail. Punk children. This stuff. <laughs> so we're super thankful for the firework season that is camp life. Yes. But uh, we're excited to just stoke some members for a while and to be able to do that with you. Throwback to a previous so episode. We want to encourage you. Hey, maybe go back and pick one of your favorite episodes. You can go to uh, ourweekpodcast.com. You can go to the podcast streaming site maybe pick your favorite episode and share it and say hey this is a great episode listen to it uh it's kind of been cool i've, I've only logged on a couple times during our break but the numbers have continued to climb on all of our episodes because people are still listening to them and still getting some mileage out of those bad boys so uh, go listen to them and share them with your friends if there's one you think would encourage them in in a particular season that they're in and we're anxious to be back so before we Get back. How can you stay in touch with us, Jared? Let oh, them know. You can follow him on Twitter at Bro Rusty Mott. You can follow me on Twitter at Jared Hollier. You can follow us on Twitter at Our A Week Pod. Track us down on Facebook. Search for One Hour A Week. That's the number one Hour A Week podcast. Check out our website, www.ourawekpodcast.com. Did I hit them all? I think so, man. They're going to be so connected to us. They're it's going to so be crazy. Connected. Oh, my goodness. Hey, seriously, we are excited. If you have ideas for season two, 
uh, send them to us. <laughs> send us an email because we are out of ideas. And this, this episode might be evidence of that. We have one idea that we're already talking about that we oh. need to make some calls. Oh, oh guys. It could, it's either going to be <laughs> radio gold. Or the worst. Or the end of our podcast careers. We're excited. And that's just, that's a good teaser. That's S- all we can share with just you. Just stay tuned. It's going to be stay legit. Stay connected. All right. I think the only thing left to do is for you to say your finishing line. What do you? Do I have a signature thing that I say at the end of every podcast before the music starts? Every time, I can't. I can't. I can't even put my mic down without you telling something. There's a put down the microphone. Oh, you missed no. it. No, you're really rusty. <laughs> Fun. That's it. Drop the mic. <laughs>